we go. This is Todd Adams. This is Kathy Adams. Welcome back. Zen Parenting Radio, episode number 138. Uh, got a good show planned here, and we are going to be talking about a few things. Camping, summer camps. Summer camps. Labor Day family camp stuff. Yep. Well, we just got back from one. Uh, and we'll explain that. Um, friends, and how um, we have a little more control. There's a balance there about to put our children in the best place to succeed and be happy in regards of what friends they choose to hang out with. I wasn't sure where you're going. So what you're saying is that we do somewhat influence the people that they spend time with. We can do very subtle things to... Subtle things. To grow the character of our children's lives. Nurture it. Grow the character of our children's lives? That's right. Grow the character (laughs) of our children's lives. How how about... Okay. you plant it as a seed, and you grow the character in your children's <laughs> but lives. But do we grow the character, or do they have character, and we nurture the character they have? Well, we basically water it and put sun on it and put dirt on it. <laughs> we put dirt on our kids. And some miracle grow? And some miracle grow. Good. Um, and then we'll be doing some weeding. Yes, there's some weeding. I don't like doing weeding. I, well, you know what? It can be kind of a zen thing to do, Does, weeding. The poor weeds. They get no yeah, love. I know. You know, if it wasn't for the weeds, there would be no flowers. So true. And and many weeds have many um, like medicinal kind of medical properties to them. What about that one weed that has the really sharp spikes on it, and yeah. you step on it, and Ouch. it hurts really bad? Yeah. But there's another weed that looks like it has sharp spikes on it, but it doesn't. Yeah. It's soft. Yeah. Very weird. Well, or just the fact that everybody can't stand dandelions, and dandelion greens are like some of the best things for you. And the fact that a lot of another weed, I don't know the name, but it can actually... Oh, let me explain this. There are are things that are poisonous mm-hmm. in the forest or wherever, in the jungle. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just going to stick with forest because that's what I really know. The, ju- the, the forest jungle. The forest jungle. I don't know much about jungles. But in the forest, and there are things that are poisonous, but there is always the antibody. Anti- antidote. Antidote. Is it antibody? Antibody dote. <laughs> antidote body. Can you tell we've got our minds wrapped around this? There's always something, another weed or another, you know, something in the forest not too far from it. To counteract to it. To counteract it. It's kind of so like in... Nature su- is so cool. It's kind of like in Super Friends where Superman had Lex Luthor and um, Batman had... Who's Batman's bad guy? And like uh, the Green Lantern had a... Batman ye- had a lot of bad guys. The Green Lantern had a yellow guy that was bad. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Yeah, but why, what does that have to do with the forest? They counteracted each other. I would just call that balance, good that, and evil. That's right. Antidote oh, and dote. Dote. And antidote. <laughs> and the- <laughs> I'm glad we explained that. I'm glad that we have that clear. All right, Zen Parenting Radio, episode number 138. Zen Parenting Radio is a discussion between a spiritual and emotional mom and a logical and practical dad. We have three daughters, ages 5, 8, and 10. Our goal is to give you the resource to become a better parent, but more importantly, to become a better... You. You. Don't. So we're talking about camping, <laughs> friends. Uh, we have a few emails that we're going to talk. Yeah. People emailed us questions. Yes. And we're going to try to help them out. And maybe we'll help some other people out all at the same time. So we, should we start with the camp and friends and no, stuff like that? No, first we start with my movie line. Oh. It, What's your problem? You're introducing movie lines again. Um, what is the soup du jour? It's the soup of the day. Mm, that, that sounds, sounds good. good. I'll, I'll have, have that. that. 
Oh, yeah, I forgot I'm not supposed to introduce it. And then one quick sidebar. There's a lady who wrote a really pleasant, nice review, and she gave us, I think, five stars out of five. But she's not a fan of the movie lines. She isn't. She's not a fan of how many movie lines you're doing. And the thing is... What the heck are you guys doing? (laughs) Trying to ruin my life and make me look like a friggin' idiot? (laughs) Um, That's the way you do them. You don't like just say, I'm going to do a movie line, and you guys have to say... Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? Um, You just stick them in when we're conversing. I'm... I'm, I, I love the fact that that lady gave us a good review. I love the fact that she gave us honest feedback. Yes. Um, unfortunately, this is way too important for me to enjoy the show, not to do it. So just bear with my um, habit of putting in movie lines. Well, but here's the thing. Um, I love the movie lines. But when it's like, stop, everybody, stop the conversation, here's a movie line, it breaks Chick, the... <laughs> now hold this smoke. That's what it is. Weird science. Underrated. It's not weird science. Come oh, on. no, that's Breakfast Club. Oh. I thought it was when he was in the... You just had a big faux pas in front of literally thousands of listeners. You know what? I think they accept me because I talk about accepting even when you have a faux pas. So I'm kind of blowing my wad on the movie Okay, lines. I'm running out. Can I finish my sentence, sweetie? Sure. Please? Right after one more movie. <laughs> just kidding. I'm okay. Just kidding. What I'm trying to say, first of all, is that movie lines are fine, but it should be during the conversation, like you insert it in and then we move on. It's not something that everyone has to stop and listen to. You know what I mean? It should go with the flow of the conversation. You've been telling me this for months. I know, but that's every- But I don't get it. Oh, you don't understand? I understand, but I don't get it. You Really? Yeah, I'm listening, but I don't hear you. Are you just really don't, you don't want to do that? I'm hearing you, but I'm not listening. <laughs> okay. Okay, let's talk about camps and friends. What's, okay? Do you want me to start? Because I want to talk about friends, but you want to talk about camps. Well, we don't need to talk about camps that long. It can kind of launch into friends. So I hope it's going to be long, because that's the only thing we're talking about today. Oh, gosh. Sorry. Oh Am gosh. I annoying you? Well, yes, because I I can't get my mojo on. on. Yeah, I keep, it's like, back and forth. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Go okay. Okay, here we go. Camps. Todd and I went to a family camp this weekend. What's a family camp? Family camp is basically, it's, you know, everybody knows about, y- well, maybe not everybody. There's a lot of camps out there for children, and many of them are through the YMCA, at least there in the Midwest. And basically, it's, you know, a place where kids go for summer for three days, maybe a week, maybe three weeks. Some kids go for longer summer, than that. Right. Yeah. But these camps, this this one that we went to this weekend, they actually have um, three times during the year where the whole family can go and stay in the um what are they called? I was going to say dorms, stay in the cabins right. and, you know, and do things as a family. It's a pretty cool setup. Um, and obviously it's a lot of good family time, but it's a lot of interaction with other families and other kids. Who, and a lot of mosquitoes. Oh my gosh. You should see Skylar's legs. Poor Yikes. Thing. And Cameron and JC too, for that matter. But they actually stayed an extra night mm-hmm. and are coming home today with some of our friends who are there. So point is, is that what we found really great about it, or I guess I'll just speak for myself. Number one, when once we had this on the, on the calendar that we were going to do this, I have to be honest, I'm not a, a camper at heart. I love You're not a camper at all. Well, I love being outside. Yeah, you love the outdoors, but after the outdoors, you like I like to wash my face at a sink yeah. and use a normal bathroom and then get in a normal bed. Right. Um, and that's just who I am. And Todd likes tents. I like tents and being miserable waking with flies. up with flies waking Around up your sore uh, from sleeping on the ground. Do you really like that, or you just push yourself because then you feel like you accomplish something? I think it's a um, caveman thing. Like I mean? am one with the land, oh. and I can sleep on a tent 
with the best of them. I would be one with the land if there were if it wasn't too hot or too cold or there weren't any flies There's or a mosquitoes. There's a lot of people laughing right now. Well, I know. That's the thing is that's why I want to be <laughs> – I want to be – I want to be one with the land in uh, my Comforts house. of your own home. Yes. Okay. So here's the thing. So we did this, and it was a little bit of a step outside of my comfort zone, but not really because I, you know, I, I knew that our cabin would be fine. We and had it running was just, water. Yeah. Right. It was going to be fine. So anyway, so we went and we had a great time, but I had a lot of deep thoughts while we were there about how great it is because, first of all, the kids just all play together. They go. They just go. And you're in this like safe setting where your children, there's lots of counselors around and your children can just like choose what they want to go do. Mm -hmm. And so they don't have to be with you every minute. Now, our youngest still wanted to be with us, of course, because she didn't know her way around. But my middle child actually went to camp there this summer. So she knew the layout and JC very quickly learned the layout because, you know, one of her friends was there. So they could just go do what they wanted to do. And how many places... Can your children do that? Not very many because it's a safe place where they have complete independence, but in a safe way. And they can make their own choices. You want to go do arts and crafts? You want to go get on a canoe? You want to go zipline? They don't zip have to ask permission. They, they don't, don't have – they just go. They and just the go. counselor is there to help them. Yeah. There's like all these adults who have been trained and, and you know, teenagers who mm-hmm. they can relate to or right. who they're looking like up to. A, yeah, and it's not like it's a grown-up or anything. No. And so they, you know, they just – it's just this beautiful place where they can just kind of roam around and be with a lot of different kids mm-hmm. from many different places. Right. And so it's like and, – and the other piece is – is because it's camping, and this is the part that I actually do really enjoy, you're not worried about what you're wearing. You're not wearing makeup. You're not doing your hair in the morning. You kind of just get up. I still like to take a shower, but Mm. then you just throw your hair back and Mm. just do your, just kind of be in the lake and whatever. And I realized this morning as I was getting up and getting ready, and I actually didn't wear makeup today. I didn't feel like it, but how great that is Mm -hmm. to be detached from. And I think that's more important for girls than boys. Definitely. I don't think boys think about that as much. No, Uh -uh. Boys have other advantages and benefits of going to camp, but I, I don't think we really care too much about how we, I mean, I, I guess maybe when you get into high school and you want to look presentable because there's girls around. Yeah, but. you may be making an assumption because there may be boys who really focus on their hair and focus on certain things that they wear. And then when they get to camp, they get to let that all down. True, but it's more applicable to girls, but go ahead. Well, and especially I was thinking about as girls get older, like right now our oldest is 10. So she has she isn't quite there where she's that concerned about those things. But as you get into the teen years and you are wearing makeup and you're more concerned about those things or your hair, it's a place where you can go and not worry about that. Like you can go and just, you know, just be your, it's the whole be yourself thing, which is what you and I love. Right. You, you go choose what you like to do. You go spend time with people who are similar than you and some who aren't. And that's pretty cool in itself. Well, and if you are, let's say JC, I'm just bringing her up as an example, I'm making this up, but let's say she thinks she has to be a certain person with her friends from home yes. or with her friends at school. Right. Camp is like this whole brand new world right. that you can kind of forget about who you think you're supposed to be right. and you can just get to be who you are. Maybe this persona that you've created, maybe you didn't even intentionally mean to create it, but all of a sudden you you're found in this group. yourself with it. Yeah, you found yourself with it. And sometimes that can be a good experience because mm-hmm. you can always pull out of that. Right. There's no like, oh, I'm stuck for life. But then you go to camp and you can have this this group of friends um, and not like clicky group of friends, but just people who are there that you can just kind of let it all down. And 
This is important because a lot of people that we talk to this weekend who have gone to this camp their whole life, you and I have not. Right. We've learned about it from our friend. But a lot of people who grew up in this camp, they depended on this camp. And I'm sure many of you listening can relate. Because when they were having a hard time in middle school or in elementary school or in high school, they always knew they could go to this camp in the summer, Mm -hmm. and they knew that they would be safe there, and they knew that they had their crew. So let's just say that their life happened to stink that school year. They always had like this baseline of knowing they have camp this summer that they're going to. And that they belong there, Mm -hmm. that people want them there, that they they fit, that, um, you know, there's all these things at camp too. You know, it's not just about the activities and going canoeing. Um, I learned a lot about how, um, you know, there's a lot of, what am I trying to say? Uh, education? Act, act, well, not just education, like activities that are about going into your yourself mm-hmm. and learning more about yourself and things like doing a dedication at night and doing prayers mm-hmm. in the morning or having things where you earn certain things. You you set goals for you, yourself and your counselors help you right. earn it's things. It's not just playtime. There's no. some other... Heavier, not heavier, but well, soul deepening, self awareness, right. consciousness kind of activities. Whereas school, you're just focused on learning it, information. We just become so focused in the educa- on the education, right. which, um, and when I'm saying education, I think life skills or education too. We get f- so focused on the academics, mm-hmm. we get so focused on reading and math that we forget that these kids need life skills. Yeah. And ca- camp, good camps, mm-hmm. offer those kind of life skills where kids get to really push themselves and challenge themselves and recognize who they are. Well, what's funny is um, there's a, like a small window of time where you can, are you going to sneeze? No. no. Oh. Uh, there's a small window of time that you can do this. It's like Skylar is almost six, but she's still too young to do this right. without her help. So like, I don't know what the ages are, like between seven and 13 or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, or you, older because the kids can become counselors. Right. You can, but I'm just talking about the prototypical camper. Yes, yes. It's it's a small window of time because once you get into high school, if you, you know, all of a sudden you're, um, you start getting into sports, you start getting into playing music or whatever, all of a sudden you get pulled in 85 different yeah. directions. So I'm kind of glad that we're kind of realizing this now with our oldest uh, when she's 10 instead of, you know, not remembering how important or how... Uh, advantageous this can be over the long haul of this six or so years in a child's life where camp is a really, really awesome thing. Yeah, because I didn't grow up with camp. Did you grow up with camp? I had day camp So, because my grandma was home, so she would take care of us, but during the day we would be at day camp. So we'd walk to camp, we'd walk back at the end of the day. So it was more like a school for the summer. It wasn't school, it was playtime, but you know, it kind of you weren't away from your parents. Right, right. right. It was just, right. yeah, it was the more like camp. babysitting. Exactly. So what we're talking about is overnight camp. Overnight camp where you're staying in cabins with kids your age. And and here's the thing. Another thing that Todd and I have uh, dreamed about, even though this is not something we can do at this stage in our life, is having a place like a lake that we can go to. Again, we live in Chicago, so there's a lot of places, you know, in Michigan, Wisconsin, Indiana, that kind of area, or like Michigan for that matter, but <laughs> meaning Chicago. Right. But I don't think that's going to happen. Right. Um, but there's a lot of places that you can go and, and stay for the summer. Mm-hmm. A lot of families may be listening and they do that. And there's like families around there and lots of different kids 
kids and it's another home. It's right. a home away from home. And that, even though it doesn't have maybe all the activities that a camp does, it's a similar feeling where you know you can go right. away. It's like you have another place. Another world. Another world. Because as a kid, I mean, I never, I don't think I thought about this because it wasn't in my realm of thinking, but it really would have been nice mm-hmm. to be able to get out of that scene for well, a while. it's like a fresh start. Like I remember, you know, I had a decent high school experience, but when I got to college and, you know, this is kind of different, but the same idea is it was like a fresh start. Yeah. Like you didn't have to be the whatever. You can start fresh. Right. And same thing, going to overnight camp, you can start fresh and let go of everything that you had before. Or going to your lake house for the summer or going to grandma's for the summer mm-hmm. or, you know, it doesn't have to be some, right. um, you know, big money investment. But that's the thing is camps also make it somewhat reasonable. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, you know, it's an investment. Right. You know, you and I were like, ah, you know, right. it was a, ch- it was a big choice we had to make, but it's not, it's not like you're paying for hotel rooms. Right. And, you know, it's a place to get away where you know your kids are getting something out of it. And I said to Todd as we were leaving and we had made the, you know, the final payment, I said it all, I also, not only only did we get something out of it and our kids did. I also feel like it's a kind of like a donation. Like a, it, I, I was thinking about it as I would like my money to go into a place like this. Yeah, it is a YMCA it's camp. It's a YMCA and, camp. And I want other kids, you know, I don't feel like, I don't feel that that the, money is not going to the right people. Yeah, it's not a greedy, money-hungry no. company. It's the YMCA. Yeah, so. and they just did such a lovely job. So I want to tell one story, quick story about Cameron. But first, I want you to talk about Helping Hands Maid Services. I can do that. I hope you can. Okay, so Helping Hands Maid Service. They are at 630-530-1324. Their website is Helping Hands Made Services. So make sure you put that S on the end, dot com. As clean as can be at home and at work. And $25 off if you mention Zen Parenting. So that's with your first service. And I've been thinking about them a lot more because our rabbit is shedding. And I he goes through shedding like I think two or three times a year. You got a lot of brutal. rabbit hair around. Well, I just have never, I didn't grow up with a pet. And so having hair like on me, bugs me. Yeah. And so he doesn't shed all the year round, but I'm trying to, I like, every time I'm petting him, I'm like pulling clumps of hair. So those of you who have lots of dogs and cats, you're like, oh, we're used to that. I'm having new experiences. We're adjusting. I'm, a, I'm dusting a lot of tables. So real quick story, and then I think we'll move on to the next topic. Um, Cameron went to overnight camp this summer. Yes. And she had a great time and she got a little homesick or whatever. And then we left for our camp this weekend a day early And Cameron struggled last night when we were leaving, even though we're going to see her today. And it's funny because I could have found myself saying, Cameron, quit being ridiculous. You were at this camp because her sister was still there. All of her best friends were still there yesterday I'm talking about. And I could have used her experience at camp this summer saying, you've handled this before. You shouldn't be struggling with it now because you're going to see us in 12 hours and quit being a baby Mm -hmm. and you can do this and all that. So I think it would have been, and those thoughts crossed my mind. I did not say those out loud to her because she was sad. Regardless of why she was sad, she didn't want us to leave. And we decided, and you know, we gave her the option. Oh yeah, she could have come, come home, with, home us. with us. She but, knew she wanted to stay. That right. she was never questioning should I stay. She was dealing with the. Now that I'm going to stay, I have to deal with the the emotional implications of that. Right, and the emo- emotional implications uh, were that we were leaving, and but like I said, it would have been easy for me to be logical and explain to her why she should not be sad. And obviously, we didn't do that. But I say that out loud for another reason. Then you know, we find those occasions all the time as parents. Like you can, 
you know, common sense, you can use your common sense or logic to explain why a kid should not be feeling what they're feeling. Like you've, they've already gone to school for three years. Why are you sad this year? Right. You've already been in this dance class. Why are you scared to go in again? You've already, and we do a lot of, you know, you did this, therefore that equals you shouldn't feel uncomfortable. Exactly. And that's not fair. Can I give you perspective on what Cameron was experiencing just because she and I are so similar? Sure. So I could kind of feel what was going on. Sure. Something I actually wrote a, a um, blog a couple weeks ago about three myths about being an introvert, mm-hmm. um, and one of the things that I identify with with being an introvert because I get um, mostly because I get my energy from within. It's when I'm with groups of people for a while, I love it, but after a while, I have to get away and go back inside. And a lot of times, also, I have to get prepared to go into something. I have to know. Um, you know, if I'm going to go into a situation with lots of different people and lots of big experiences, I have to know how that's going to look and when I'm going to be done with it. Right. So Cameron went into this big weekend experience knowing we were going to be there. And she kept saying on, on the way there, I'm so glad you guys are going to be here because now I can love camp mm-hmm. and you guys are here. Because the only part of camp she didn't like this summer was the fact at nighttime we weren't around. Yeah. And that was hard for her. Understandable, Right. right? So all of a sudden, we're going to be there, and we have to go home early, which she knew, Mm -hmm. but then she had to realize, she had to make a decision to stay, and then she had to kind of re-deal with the fact that we weren't going to be there. She hadn't prepared for that. Right. We cut her off guard. We cut her off. Well, and, you know, like, you, a lot of things that you do is you... You build it up before, mm-hmm. so you have the energy to exert. That's why on certain things, Todd, I'm like, okay, I, this is as far as I can go. Right. This is as much energy as I've reserved for this situation. Right. I have to be done or else I'm going past my my boundary that isn't good for me. Right. And so I think for her, she had to kind of rebuild it up. And part of that was having some tears about it and recognizing that what she had thought was going to happen is not. Right. And she had, and, and again, this is very easy for me. A lot of parents may be going, okay, how do you, you know, I I relate to her because I'm very similar. So for her to be able to sit and have some really good tears about it revitalized her right. to get back in that ring. Right. You know what I mean? It was the letting out of the feelings, which actually refueled her. Refueled her. her. She was able to like have her sadness about it and go back in rather than suck everything up. Mm-hmm. We think that the sucking up is somehow brave. Right. And it's actually quite the opposite. She needed to release that so she could be true mm-hmm. and real because mm-hmm. the true and real part was it was hard for her to let it, you know, to have us leave. Right. And then what we said to her, she has such lovely friends who were there and we said to all of them because they were watching as she was said, we said, you guys will let her have her tears if she needs them, right, you guys? If she needs to have them, just let her cry. Like, nothing like, keep her from crying or make her laugh. Just let her have them. And even that can keep you from crying mm-hmm. because you know that if you need to, it's kind of what we were talking about when we had to create the plan for her to cry in kindergarten in a bathroom. Right. Once you know you can, then you don't, then it's easier. It deflates it a it little deflates bit. It deflates it. deflates the in- intensity. So... I don't know if that coming out of my mouth made a lot of sense to parents, if you can relate or if that's just like out there. But I felt like I completely knew, or I felt like even if those weren't the words she would use, I could relate to her experience. Right. Okay. I hear you. Okay. okay. Um, so I want to go to our next topic, but first, why don't you talk about Dr. Kelly really quick? Okay, I will, but I don't want to go away from our topic because I have one more thing to say. I'm pointing at Todd. Um, I know, that's not nice. Um, Okay, Tree of Life, CairoTree.com, 630-941-8733. Dr. Kelly has something good coming up. She does. She actually, now the school's back in session, she's doing these back-to-school scans. So if you, you know, kind of were doing a lot of things this summer and, you know, in 
falling out of boats or on roller coasters and your whole body got out of whack. It's a good time to reset. You were doing what, water skiing. Yeah, it's a good time to reset. And she can do these body scans to kind of give you an idea where your body's at and get back in your optimal alignment for the year so you don't um, have more illness than your body needs to have. So how do you do that? Um, you can give her a call. And actually, this is being held September 3rd through 14th. So that's this week. Um, so you can give her a call. This week and next week. And next week. Gosh, yes. Um, 630-941-8733. How much does it cost? Um, I think it's free. Oh, it is. Free scans. Nice. So look Dr. Kelly up. That's the key word. Yeah. Free scans. So look, chirotree.com. Check um, her out. Elmhurst, Illinois. So if you're in Chicago, anywhere in Chicago land area, give her a call. Okay. All right. So you want to, I want to talk about friends. Okay. Oh, okay. Are you okay? We're, we're in the right place then. Ring the bell. Brand new shoes. Walk and lose. Climb the fence. Books and pens. I can tell that we are going to be friends. I don't know much about the White Stripes, but I love that song. Me too. It reminds me. Did you put that in a video that we did? Yes. Yeah, I, it sounds really familiar. So this is my uh, aha moment about friends. And I guess it's not a new one, but it just kind of came to surface. Um, our children are going to have um, a whole spectrum of... Different relationships. Different relationships. Yep. And there's going to be... You know, we have three daughters, so most of our daughters' uh, friends are girls. I mean, they got some guy friends. They got friends, some guy but, friends, yeah. So... Uh, there are all over the spectrum. Every kid is beautiful. Every kid is great. But there are certain kids that you know, I don't know if if I have my choice, I'm not sure I would like my kid to spend a whole lot of time with that kid. Because of what that kid has demonstrated in the past and maybe the choices they make, your child comes home maybe not so happy after they're with that friend, that friend drains them. Right. So I think us as parents, and I think this kind of goes without saying, but we have a, a weird, and like I said, we're in that sweet spot where, um, you know, our daughters aren't old enough to decide everything for themselves, mm-hmm. and we have certain influences on play dates, and we kind of get to know a kid through their parents sometimes, mm-hmm. and usually if the parents are uh, have more common interests or more common philosophies as you and I, mm-hmm. that is more likely that that daughter is going to have common interests mm-hmm. and philosophies as or well. Or just the fact that you can say this, like even if we have completely opposing, um, we don't agree on every single thing, just the parental involvement, you know that when your child's going to that house that those parents are either around or that there's someone trustworthy there. Right. Just knowing that kind of stuff. So we've had, you know, these people, these girls come in and out of our daughter's lives, um, you know, and has for, um, you know, since they were in preschool. Right. And uh, it's not like we have ever ostracized, JC, you cannot play with Mm-mm. Betty Lou Mm-mm. or Cameron, you may not play, but you can set uh, specific parameters. Like, okay, if you want to have this friend over, let's just say I can't stand Betty Lou for whatever reason. Maybe it's because- <laughs> There's so many Betty Lou's out there yeah. these days. <laughs> Maybe it's because all she does, you know, she spits at you or she- Right, or, or you just you. are always exhausted when Betty Lou leaves. Right. And it's just a drain on your system. That Betty Lou, I that tell Betty you. That Betty Lou. So um, it's not like you may not play with that person, but what you can say is if you want to have them over, have them over for- A shorter amount a of shorter time. A shorter amount of time. Whereas we have the opposite end of the spectrum. We have these wonderful girls in our daughter's lives who we just love. And we know their families We well. know their families, and we- basically make it very easy for our daughters to spend a lot of time right. with these specific girls. Right. And um, I just think that that's a, an important thing that I think most people know, but it's not about um, shunning, let's say, and this is the wrong choice of words, but the bad girls. Right. 
Um, There's and, no such thing. Right. But it's but what you can do is set certain parameters because if you, let's say, shun the bad girls, then our daughters might be attracted to that because they don't they can't get to it. Exactly. And I hear exactly what you're saying. But just because we use this language, we can't even say bad girls. Well, what, give me another word. Girls who are challenging. Challenged girls. Challenged girls. Whatever. Yeah. Or girls who... I'm not as precise with my language as I you I know, are. but I just so don't believe in bad kids. Neither do I. Okay. Challenge girls. Okay. Girls so challenge. I, I guess my... Uh, <laughs> I, I think that's... Bad I, girls. You should have had that to apply. Who's that? I think it's Donna Summer. Oh, yeah. Let's dance. <laughs> Romance. You don't, you don't know. All night. Um, so I don't know. I just think that we as parents... Because this is kind of the foundation of what where friendships come from, right. you know, when they're ten and eight and seven, right. and I think if we put themselves in a position to know what good friendships are like, what, what they feel like, what they feel mm-hmm. like, then they will use this moving on. Because that's the thing is is I kind of feel I completely agree with Todd in that it's just about now. I can't create a situation where these children will be my child's best friends for the next 20 years. I, I don't I can't create those things. That's mm-hmm. up to my girls. But when they have demonstrated to me that these girls are, you know, maybe they're fun or they're okay, but they're kind of draining or they're kind of bossy or they're whatever, they could still play with them if they want to, but that's not going to be where we exert a lot of our energy. Right. You know, we're not going to be saying, oh, you need to have them over you should go over there like versus when they have friends that are just the the words that um, I hear Jason Cameron use a lot is they'll just say oh they're easy mm-hmm. meaning we just get along really well right. you know they're easy time with them is easy it flows those are situations where as much time as as you want to spend with them we will support you in that right. so it's not about Todd and my needs mm-hmm. as much as we kind of listen to what they're saying to us and try and you know create that kind of situation. Well, and and I think the parent uh, angle is a big one because I think you get to know a lot about and you know like soccer and you know you get to know the parents. Yeah, a little you do. Bit. And whether it's right or wrong, I sometimes judge whether or not a girl is going to be challenged based upon my relationship with their parents, and that mm-hmm. may not be fair. But it's my truth. Right. And if I really like their parents and I, we have a lot of things in common, not like surfacey stuff, but philosophical stuff like do you spank your kids right. or whatever. Or just um, the way that they talk about them. They talk kindly about them. They're, they're, they have their back. They're advocating for their kids. Again, this is not about your political agenda mm-hmm. and your what you wear and what car you drive. This no. is about how do you feel about your children, right. how do you treat each other in the family? Right. What are your, you know, what are your hopes and dreams? Mm-hmm. And if those things are similar, then you know that those children will be speaking a similar language. And I wonder if there's going to, because I remember when I was growing up, maybe I was like in eighth grade or freshman year, and you keep half sneezing. Right? No, I'm not half sneezing. I'm having one of those days where I'm having a difficult time getting a deep breath. Oh. And so I'm having to pause and take a deep breath. You're doing Darth Vader breaths? Yes, I'm doing yoga breathing. I am. And so if I do that in the microphone, then it's going to sound gotcha. not so good. But you so keep good. closing your eyes. It looks like you're... But that's how I take deep breaths. Oh, you do? Try to take a deep breath with your eyes open. I dare you. I can't even do it real. <laughs> I can't even do it real. All right. So I think I got into kind of a bad crowd, not like, you know, meth heads or anything when I was in uh, freshman year, high school, or whatever. But there's a certain crowd and my mom basically drew the line saying, you may not blah, blah, blah. Right. So I think that there are times when we do need to 
interject and basically remove your kid from a certain core group well, because that was a wonderful gift because it would, would have been too hard for me to remove myself. Well, and the thing is, is by removing it, that's where we the, the thing we have some ownership over is, no, I won't drive you to that place or no, you don't have permission to go to that person's house. But the thing that, and so yes, we play a role in that. And I agree. I had situations like that myself mm-hmm. where it was like, okay, I, my parents were like, I'm not going to nurture that relationship that you have over there. And, you know, well, it wasn't that my mom said, you may not hang out with those people anymore. Yeah. Well, and, and that was a, in it, retrospect was a wonderful gift. I think that the balance that I try and find with the girls is understanding that no matter what those kids are going through and the choices that they're making, just to use your words again, they are not bad people. There are challenges that they have, um, it, I'm not saying I'm giving you permission to hang out with them and spend time with them, but I want my girls to be able to see it's not about here's good people, here's bad people, here's people that are struggling, who whatever, you know, do you know what I mean? Here's people who who fill your soul. Yes. Hang out with those people. Yes. For anybody where you feel less than, whether about yourself or about the world, let them figure it out. Yes. They have other ways of trying to help themselves, but don't subscribe to that group. Beautiful. That's exactly what I'm trying to say is, is, you know, like we, you know, we have situations where the girls will want to go do something with someone who may be a little more challenging, who does drain them Mm -hmm. and we'll set parameters around it. Yeah. You can go to that. You know, I'm going to be cryptic here. You know, you can go into that situation for 30 minutes and then you need to come home. And when they come home, we'll say, how do you feel? And they'll say, well, this happened and this happened and this happened. And that's a natural, not consequence, but that's a natural experience. Realization. Right. You know, that may be not where you want to spend your time. Do you mm-hmm. see how you feel? And so making that connection for them mm-hmm. of what you just said. And so that's the influence we have, even though, I, like you just said, you just said your mom, her doing that maybe saved you in many ways. Right. And I may be in a situation someday where I need to do that too. So I'm not saying it's wrong. Right. I'm just saying right now, while we're just kind of slowly inching, you know, our way toward those things, if you can start to remind or support your children in spending time with the the people that they say, oh, that's easy or that's fun. Help them to nurture that. I hear you. All right. So now I want to go. Are you you okay with us moving on? I have one more thing just to kind of connect to the family and the camping. Uno mas. Uno mas. Um, The family. And you didn't do my my favorite clip that I asked you to do for camping. Uh, The meatballs one? No. Oh. uh, Let me see. So as you're looking around. So... (laughs) Okay, you can you can turn off. Is that Jason the one? Now. Yes, I when Todd and I were pulling into camp, it was kind of late. Yeah, and it's this like anybody who you know again we're from Illinois and we're about what thirty minutes from Crystal Lake, forty minutes from Crystal Lake. I think it was actually an- another Crystal Lake in northern Wisconsin. But Crystal the in in Friday the thirteenth, the think, camp was called Camp Crystal Lake. Right, but I think everybody has a Camp Crystal Lake. In oh, their they state. do. I Is think that so. supposed to be okay? Well, we really. <laughs> We really have Crystal Lake, which right. is a town. Right. And so if you grew up around that time when Friday the 13th was big, mm. you thought it was there. Right. And so as we were like pulling into camp and it was late and you're like have to go down this long road and it's just like you're going to be in this area. We just started I, I doing that I want to play it sound. again, but I'm not going to overdo it. Go ahead. <laughs> little, little Jason. Little Jason Voorhees, but really it wasn't Jason. I know, it was the mom. You okay. love you love Friday the 13th Part 1. I love Part 1, and I love Halloween Part 1. I, think, I will never watch them again, but they had good, interesting, out-of-the-box plots. Yeah, um, 
The rest I remember of them being blue. scared as a little kid, like even when the commercials came on at night. But now looking at those silly movies, it's just not but scary we've, at so all. Think about how many years have passed. You. It's movie making now is so different that mm-hmm. that looks awful and cheesy. It maybe doesn't hold up very well. Well, Jason didn't even run. I don't. How did he catch everybody? Jason, I'm not talking about two, three, four, five, eight, twelve, and sixteen. Friday thirteenth. And what about Jason versus Freddy? Yeah, that was a great idea. Yeah. Anyway, um, I'm talking about Friday the thirteenth. That's it. Kevin Bacon. Wasn't he in Friday the 13th? I don't know. I hope so, because if not, you're going to be wrong. Kev- it's the one, either Ke- Johnny Depp was in Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, I think Kevin Bacon was in Friday the 13th, part one. I think you're making that up. Somebody was that was really famous. Um, I don't know. Okay, if I'm, I'm going to look. Can you look it up while I'm talking? Uh, sure, I'll okay. try. Um, put Kevin Bacon Friday the 13th. All right, we'll see what happens. So the, this is the last thing that I was going to say, is that um, talking about camp and friends and influ- and being a positive influence on your children as far as the kind of people they spend time with, nurturing those relationships. One thing that I remember hearing at a presentation about bullying that I went to um, was if you have a child who struggles in their school for whatever reason, either they're being bullied or they just don't feel like they have a place or they just don't feel like people get them. You want to create opportunities for them to expand outside of their school, meaning sign them up for activities, but maybe not in the same town. Maybe sign them up for something in a park district a few, you know, towns over or, you know, sign them up for things where they can go away for a weekend so they get a different crew because you understand or different experiences with different people because you understand if you sign them up for activities in your town, it's the same kids that they may be struggling with. It's the same situation. And you really want to get them outside of that world so they can have a base so they can manage that world. And I'm not even saying they will always need that, but I think all kids go through a year or two where they kind of need a different kind of support system. And that may last forever or get them through that year. Um, But I just really thought that was a really good piece of advice. All right. Very good. Um, Jack Burrow. B-U-R-R-E-L. He was a character in Friday the 13th played by nobody, played by none other than Kevin Bacon. Woohoo! Nice job. And Thank I even you. have the dialogue. Jack says, come on, I love you. And Marcy says, but what about Ned? And Jack says, I don't love Ned. Well, and you know, I know I the no way that his character there. dies in that movie, and it's pretty gruesome. Do you want me to tell you? Sure. I'm afraid kids are listening, so I don't want to. Okay. Well, uh, too bad. Okay, but it's pretty bad. As opposed to all the other wonderful deaths on Friday the 13th. That movie's brutal. I don't think I could ever watch it again. Um, so I'm gonna, we're going to start a new um, resource of the week thing that will oh. probably die off next week. We, okay. we tend to... We, should, we try new things. Yeah. Whatever sticks, sticks. Uh, there's a website called kidsinmind.com, and it enables adults to determine whether or not a movie is appropriate for them or their children. Speaking of movies. According to their own criteria, unlike the MPAA, which is the Motion Picture Association of America... They do not assign an inscrutable rating based on age, but three objective ratings, sex, nudity, violence and gore, or profanity. Kids-in-mind.com. So check it out. Um, and we're not going to be able to get to this email either because we're 38 minutes in. I could do it real quick. No. Oh. Wait, next week. Okay. Um, I want you to talk about Ed Bacon and your books. Who's Ed Bacon? Ed Bacon is the pastor of the... Um 
All Saints, All Saints Church, Church in Pasadena, and he's going to be coming to Dominican University October 3rd. And just put that on your calendar. You're going to want to be there and listen to him speak. He's going to do a book signing. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you have his book, which is called Eight Habits of Love, which I highly recommend, bring your book. Otherwise, you can buy it there. It'll be right there for you. And I think after you hear him speak, you'll want it. Um, and it's just great. I mean, he's coming in from California. And just, he, for, just for Dominican. Just for Dominican. But he's also, I think he's getting a show with uh, on the own channel mm-hmm. or he's getting something going on with, he works for Harpo too because he does the uh, Soul Series radio. With Oprah. With Oprah. Um, and I I think he said that something's cooking yeah. over there. I also heard Brene Brown's getting a show over there. Okay. That's I'm not surprising. Sh- I'm sure you can't wait for that. Oh, I can't wait. She she actually just filmed a life class, which is like, you know, an hour-long thing. Mm-hmm. And then I think I heard that she's also getting a show. What about your books? Oh, uh, the Self-Aware Parent and The Self-Aware Parent Part 2. You can find them at kathycadams.com. Todd and I are getting a new website, by the way. That's right. Sunparentingradio.com and kathycadams.com. They're going to be like sister uh, websites. But you can go there right now um, and get those books, or you can go to amazon.com. They're just a little little more expensive on Amazon, but I know that they're convenient that way. And I, did we make it over 100 reviews? I think we, we did. We're at 100. So, so thank if, you. If you want to be the 101st and be cool <laughs> like that, go ahead and give us a review cool on like iTunes. That. Um, and then last but not least, we do have... Tournament of Bad. Tournament of Bad. Tournament of Bad. <laughs> I have three very quick things on the Tournament of Bad. Okay. Uh, the pistachio shells that don't have a crack in them. Oh, and you got to get your fingers in there? Well, yeah. I just crack them with my teeth then. I know, but that's dangerous. Those things it are is. hard, nasty shells. Plus, the shells kind of get in your mouth and ugh, no good. I have a Tournament of Bad. What do you got? Do you want to go... Can I go next or Number do you go? Number two, blue cheese. Blue cheese is weird because blue cheese is good, but if it's too much, it turns really bad. Yeah. You know, like blue cheese crumbles on a salad. Perfect. So that's tournament good and bad at the same time. It just depends on how much blue cheese. Blue cheese can like, it can take over the flavor. And then last but not least, um, sizes on girls' clothes. Yeah. We have something in uh, these girls' dressers, 6X, 4T, yeah. and 7. <laughs> they just got to give me one one number. The T What's is for X? toddler. Oh, it is. What's and X stand for? I don't know what X stands for, sh- but I feel like six X is the crossover into regular size clothes. So it's like even you can even be at five T. Where mm-hmm. and, and again, five means their age typically. Again, kids don't always meet those sizes exactly. But I feel like six X is the cross between going from six six X and then you get into seven, eight, nine. So, is it, but there's something. Is there something called one T? Uh there's two T, three T, four T. I don't know if there's one T. I know there's 2T, 3T, 4T, 5T. And like size 8, like what's that? Is that like for regular kids? For 8. 8-year-old is typical. Okay. So what's 4T? Is that for a 4-year-old? 4, 4 toddler. Why don't they just call it 4? Because they don't want to. And what's 6X? I just said that's the crossover. I mean, I don't know. They should call it 6 months. The person who should really be answering this question, 6 months? I don't know. But it's not months; it's age six. The person. So is, is does a six year old wear something that's six X? Yeah, like Skylar, uh, she's going to be six, and she still has a lot of five stuff. But we're just crossing over into six X. They should call it six then. Okay, you know who? They could- should just do two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, why don't you talk to the fashion? Industry? I'm going to write an email. The person who could answer this is someone who works in clothes, and I haven't worked in clothes since I was 17 at Honey Girl. How was that job? It was a great first job. Did I you learned have to a do lot. a lot of folding. I did a lot of folding. I did a lot of cash register. I did a lot of customer service. Were you a good folder? Uh, I was fair. Fair to. I was good at my job. I wasn't great. Um, but can I do my tournament of bad? Please. 
because it's similar to your nut thing. When I'm eating something like a salad and I'm really excited or like a taco or whatever, and then I bite into it and then there's something crunchy and I don't know what it is, I mm. can't eat anymore. You stop even if you spent like 20 minutes making this yummy salad? Well, I, sometimes I keep going, but I'm not happy anymore. Yeah, you just got to go. You got to power through that. I, but it just sucks because I'm like, what was that? I don't know. It doesn't matter. It was good. If it's crunchy, that must mean it's good. But it's still, it's not normal. It's like not normal crunch. I think it is normal. It's not normal. It's It hurts my teeth. Maybe it was a Captain Crunch. In my salad? Yeah. I don't think so. Actually, we should start putting Captain Crunch <laughs> in salads. No. It, sometimes it's like a walnut that's like too big. Oh, I can't even think about it, but it's such a bummer because I'll be excited about a salad and then it gets ruined. That's why I don't put anything on my tacos but cheese and lettuce because I don't want any weird stuff. Thank you, hard taco shells. <laughs> For making it... I can't do it. We'll do, we'll do it next week. <laughs> hey, last, uh, our third partner is Avid Company. Painting and remodeling throughout the Chicagoland area. 630-956-1800. You need your kitchen redone. You need your house repainted. They give rock. Give them a call. 630-956-1800. So with that, this is Todd Adams. And this is Kathy Adams. Saying have a great week. Have a great week.